1: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. KCAA
3: Loma Linda 10:50 AM K292 FQ Riverside and K293 CF Moreno Valley. The following program on KCAA is pre-recorded.
2: Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recording. To the Batmobile. Are you watching Star Trek?
3: We would be honored if you would join us. Please proceed with extreme caution.
2: Now, Geek Universe, the weekly show on sci-fi and superheroes, fantasy and horror, and much more. Importing preferences and calibrating virtual environments.
4: I bet my Wookiee? Are you insane?
2: Here he is, the only talk show host who doesn't believe in the no-win scenario, your host for Geek Universe, Jim Yelton.
5: Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and children of all ages, welcome to another edition of Geek Universe. I'm your host, Jim Yelton, and we are coming to you live on tape, as always, from Geek Headquarters, otherwise known as that hidden bunker deep, deep down on level 42 of Area 51, hidden out in the desert someplace, in a warehouse with the Ark of the Covenant and the UFO from Roswell and Bigfoot and... A book that actually explains what the heck the Wachowskis were thinking when they made the Matrix sequels. There's lots of stuff down here in the sub-basement of Area 51. But we are here bringing you another great edition of Geek Universe as we continue Star Trek Month all throughout the month of July. And this week we bring you part two of our Star Trek Starship Captains Showdown. We started last week with 16 captains, 16 of the best and brightest captains that Starfleet has to offer. We put them in a head-to-head showdown, tournament-style bracket, and we had super fans and special guests debating the merits of those head-to-head matchups As we whittle down the tournament brackets until we just have one man standing and he will be crowned the Starship Captain Showdown best Star Trek captain over the 50 plus year history of the franchise. There have already been some interesting arguments, lots of back and forth amongst the fans and the guests on the panel, and we're getting down to it. We're finishing up the first round. Moving into the quarterfinals, moving into the elite eight. After we get one more first round matchup out of the way here at the beginning of the show. Last one in this round: Janeway versus Christopher Pike. Janeway. Ooh. I'm going to argue against
6: Pike. Got so, 30 seconds. A lot of a lot of what we see of Pike is either him getting injured in a way that he's just on the sideline, being kidnapped to the point that everybody has to rescue him, or he <clears> being killed for other characters to have emotional. Scenes, so he's not really a character. He's just in a that plot one movie. Device. Yeah,
3: yeah. He, he's appeared in more than just. No, I, I know.
6: And he's I, like, the place. in the original series, he was in the the wheelchair as like.
3: Well, he was the, in the pilot. He was the captain. Yeah.
6: No, I know, but I mean, like, most most of hmm. what he's done is just as more of like a plot device. And for I other would say people. that
7: we don't know enough about. Based on what we saw in the cage, but um, compared to seven years of his Janeway, um,
3: so this is a neat, pretty easy vote. Yeah. Done.
7: Yeah,
4: yeah, I mean we Janeway took a. Enough about Pike, based on the fact that Spock was so loyal to him Yeah. that Absolutely. there was right. there was a longer time than that one incident. That
3: I I will say that, that if you, if you hold this vote mm-hmm. next year. Yeah there will probably be stronger opinions about Pike.
8: Because he's coming into Discovery.
3: Because he is a regular cast member for Discovery Season 2. Being played by Anson Mount. From Hell on Wheels.
5: And and my my biggest critique of Janeway is I I loved the premise of Voyager when they first announced what the show was going to be. I thought that's very cool. It's going to be different. It opens up a lot of possibilities for new aliens and new situations and They can't rely on Starfleet. And I remember telling somebody at the end of the first season, you know what would be cool? Is if they go through the entire seven year run of the show and every year, every season, the ship is more and more beat up and looks like they've added alien technology to it and maybe like one of the warp nacelles is replaced with something else because it just gets destroyed and they have to replace it and and basically like when they did the two part of the year in hell episode
3: that's what you wanted for the whole show
5: that's what i wanted for the whole show was to see that ship
8: you didn't want nelex and I understand. no i did I, yeah
5: um, and, but i just wanted to see them going on this journey have and consequences not, yeah. not have yeah. yeah i wanted there to be similar consequences and the the other frustrating but To get it back to Janeway, the frustrating thing for me was, I get it, she's a Starfleet officer and she's a scientist, so she's going to want to stop and look at every bright, shiny thing
9: that pops up,
5: but for crying out loud, your job is to get this group of people home. You don't want these people dying in a completely different part of the universe, and it was like every time I, I'd argue that yeah. that's has, not
9: her job. Her yeah. job is to to explore the universe. Well, and if they're out argument, there
5: but, she but has to do but, that. But not I all of those people were back. Starfleet people. Yeah. But you
9: but, you but eventually they will report back. Eventually the sound will reach. Yeah. Like my, it, it my, may my, travel for, for thousands and thousands of years, but she's doing they she's did, doing they reporting.
4: Did, she's not reporting they did to a new Right. right, and so your yeah. You know, my
3: pro- my, problem, my problem, my problem with this is, is is my problem is not with Janeway. It is with <laughs> it is with is with uh Moore and Braga, for how they 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 created a series that really should have been a long form serial, hmm. and tried to do it in the forty five minutes hit the reset button forty five minutes hit the reset button format. Right to the point where even their own writers made fun of it. Yeah. There is an episode where Neelix, of all people, mm-hmm. says they're not trying to get home; they're stopping and looking at everything. I would just when your own writer puts yeah. that across your desk.
5: Well, when you
3: look at, it, it. <laughs> and, it, and I'm, it
5: not, <laughs> I'm not saying there wasn't character growth. Yeah. But I mean, you know, we were talking about Cisco earlier. I mean, look at the growth of Cisco from episode one, the emissary, until the end. Yeah. And what you leave behind. And then look at the character growth of Janeway in that same span of time. They both had seven seasons. Yeah. And it just it feels to me like they didn't do enough with her.
3: Yeah.
8: I okay, so I was and, pretty and that's young. Not, that's I was not, pretty young when Janeway came out, and she was the first female captain I've ever seen. So I I think for the time period for being the first female. That was as far as they could go. Right. Oh,
5: yeah. 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 It's all our One on last comment,
7: of, then we're going to vote. On behalf of Pike, <sighs> I do not believe, believe that he would have abandoned right. his salamander babies on Planet yes on planet uh, <laughs> <planet. laughs> Can
8: we just present <laughs> OK, we today?
5: need to vote. Janeway. Can you imagine, I'm going Janeway.
3: Can you imagine how awkward it we would be three, to run oh, into it's Paris? So. It's right. like you're in the turbo lift now.
7: All right. hi
6: Hi.
5: Five. Okay, Janeway wins.
6: By
4: the way, I just
6: checked, and
4: there's nobody in this room after this if the panelists
5: don't have anything after
6: this. Yeah, we're
5: fine. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> okay, um, man, which one do we want to do first? Let's do Riker versus Archer first. I Riker was an easy one,
6: but I don't
5: think there are easy yeah, on this point out there. There's yeah, going to be some one. passionate arguments going on here. Oh,acak. And they've got to be fast. I just Den- Riker versus Archer.
9: Speed
8: dating. Captain's running.
9: Riker.
3: Riker.
4: Riker. Genocide.
3: Yeah, genocide. Riker. Riker. Ren- Riker. Riker. Riker.
4: Riker. Anything <Alien>. else? <Z00>
8: yeah.
3: Riker never committed genocide. Riker never committed genocide is a low bar to clear, but by God, he, he clears
4: cleared
9: it. it. <laughs> yes, he did. He did clear it, <laughs> he yeah. He puts his leg right over it. It's oh! Like, oh. <laughs> yeah, so Riker, you get the point for that. I okay. okay.
3: And that, ladies and gentlemen, is why I married her. You're listening to Geek
5: Universe. I'm your host, Jim Yelton, as we are bringing you the Star Trek Captain Showdown. As part of our July Star Trek month, next week we're going to get into a tournament-style bracket all about the movies. And if you go to our Facebook page, we want to find out what your favorite episode of Star Trek is. There have been numerous series over the 50-plus year history, and this week, go to the Facebook page and jump into the discussion about what the best episode, episode ever is you only get one pick don't try and hedge it like i've done talking about this with other people and pick one from each series or pick a couple that you like from the next generation if you only had one episode of star trek to pick as the best episode ever what would you pick would it be city on the edge of forever from the original series Maybe you're a best of both worlds fan from Next Generation or one of the Q episodes is your favorite. Maybe you like Deep Space Nine. I know I've talked about this and we'll probably get into it on the Facebook conversation. There are many episodes of Deep Space Nine that I think are some of the best Trek ever. And yet there are people out there that I've talked to recently who like Voyager, who liked Star Trek Enterprise. Pick your all-time one favorite episode of Trek. Go to facebook jump in the conversation and let us know what your favorite episode is in the meantime stay tuned we will be back with the rest of the star trek captain showdown right here on geek universe
0: hello everybody this is ming chen from amc's comic book Men. You're listening to my favorite show, Geek Universe.
5: Hey, gang, if you're sitting in your car or at home or at work or any other place that you listen to Geek Universe every weekend and you're enjoying the show, there's a couple of things that we need you to do. One, go to Facebook right now. If you're on Facebook, make sure and like our Facebook page. We are getting ready to hit a big milestone. And if you go there, like the page, suggest to your friends to like the page. There's going to be a big giveaway where one of our lucky fans when we hit our big milestone is going to get a great prize. So go to Facebook, like the page, find out about the prize that we've got for one of you when we hit our big Facebook milestone. The other thing is, Tell us what guests you'd like to hear from. Tell us what you'd like to hear us talk about. Do you have a favorite show from the past or a favorite movie that you would like to hear us break down with our guests on the show? Let us know what you want the show to be. This show is all about you, the Geek Universe, and we want to hear from you. So go to Facebook.com forward slash Geek Universe Show. Click the like button. Click the reviews. Leave us a review and leave us a note about what you want to see in the future of geek universe. And one last thing you can do is go support us on Patreon. There's a lot of cool rewards that are show specific, like our t-shirts and our coffee mugs. And we've got the treasure chest, of awesome goodness that you can get full of geeky stuff like books and collectibles and games and toys and all sorts of cool stuff that will make you feel like a kid getting a Happy Meal again, except this time it's even better. There's better stuff in it. You can even have a chance to be a convention correspondent and show producer at some of the higher levels where we're going to send you to Comic-Con or New York Comic-Con or C2 E2 in Chicago. There's lots of cool stuff. There's some stretch goals that we've got where we will be bringing you some really cool Patreon-exclusive programs like me re-watching all of the episodes of old shows, movies. We will have more guests joining us for those. A lot of fun stuff that we have on deck for those of you who go to Patreon and support the show. Go to patreon.com forward slash universe show, check out the reward tiers, pick one that's right for you, and make sure that we can continue to bring you Geek Universe each and every week on this very radio station. And it's the best way to let us know that you're enjoying the show.
10: Attention, the year is 2219. Humanity has found a mysterious artifact in space called the Bifrost Station. It is a gateway to another star system. A fleet with dozens of civilian and military ships is prepared to transport 30,000 colonists on the next step of human exploration. The outbound Hope mission and its flagship, the Ascendant Dawn, is in need of the crew. Are you ready to sign up for the adventure of a lifetime?
5: Outbound Hope is three days of live-action science fiction role-playing adventure where you are one of the stars as a crew member of the Ascended Dawn or one of its sister ships. The best part is this event takes place on an actual decommissioned naval destroyer, the USS Edson, located in Bay City, Michigan. Outbound Hope gives you the choice of signing up for one of two event weekends in November, and you have multiple character options to choose from. Join the crew and explore the stars during the Outbound Hope live-action role-playing event coming up this fall. Find out more information or register online at outboundhope.com.
2: We first opened about 10 years ago. We were we we're small, just a few of us, but it was exciting. I always dreamt of having my own business. It was kind of slow at first, but things started picking up. We had big plans, but in our wildest dreams, we never, never thought we'd have this much work. Yeah, with so many businesses caught off guard by the storm, Reed Waste Management has never been busier.
1: What will become of your business after a disaster? Nearly two-thirds of businesses aren't prepared for an emergency, and 40% of businesses that experience a disaster never recover. Make an emergency plan now before it's too late. For a free online tool that helps you develop an emergency plan to keep your business up and running should disaster strike, visit ready.gov forward slash business brought to you by the Federal Emergency Management Agency, the American Red Cross and the Ad Council.
6: Back in the days when we put in space
10: when boys
2: If you think the Kobayashi Maru isn't a Japanese steakhouse, you're in the right place. Geek Universe with your host Jim Yelton.
5: First, it's Star Trek Month here in the universe, and we are looking this week at the second half of our Star Trek Captain Showdown. We got a bunch of great Star Trek fans in a room. We pitted some of the best captain starfleet has to offer head to head in a tournament style bracket and now we're getting down to it so let's go back to conquest in kansas city it took place over memorial day weekend where we had the star trek fans determine who the best star trek captain of all time is okay uh let's do cisco versus spock no. Cisco.
8: no oh.
6: <laughs> god my heart <clears throat> Oh
8: my pullback! Oh, um. <laughs> oh, I don't even know where to go from that.
7: Cisco, um. who again uh, grew under as a character under tremendous—I mean, Spock grew under tremendous odds to become Spock, but still, I think accomplishments in the end, both ending the war and everything, um, outweigh Spock's, who blew up uh,
6: Romulus.
3: I'd argue I'd argue that Cisco has more character development in seven yeah. years than Spock had in twenty.
6: I'd argue that it's because <coughs> they reset Spock at one point, so they had to redo that. So it is more consistent character development for Cisco. Well, if
8: you're looking at as them as captains, yeah, then there, there's,
6: there's just th- more for Cisco as a captain. As yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So so it argue Spock,
9: Spock would argue that he wouldn't be the best.
6: Yes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's it, right yeah, there.
9: Right there. Yeah. I would say Spock would solve this for us and yeah. say, it's not me, that's not my role.
5: Well, that's
4: it, the second, first officer.
9: Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I mean, I that, goes,
5: that goes back, and it's funny because I was talking to somebody the other day, and they said, well, you've done the movies, you're doing the captains, what are you going to do next year? And I said, we'll probably, you know, jokingly, I said, we'll do the first officers, and they said, well, that's not even a contest. Yeah, yeah. we
9: already have like, a winner for that. Spock...
5: Sue hands down and no one else wins that even I mean you could we could have some fun and you know, joke around and argue about, you know, the other fifteen people.
8: Well just take Spock out of it.
5: It's gonna yeah. I mean it's almost like when you talk about certain yeah, I would yeah. I would use Spock versus
6: reboot it's there's a lot of arguments.
5: It's, it's genuinely it's like when you talk bad. about Batman villains and you say you who's the they're best they're other, they're other than the Joker. Yeah. Yeah. You have to take one out yeah. because he wins hands down.
6: Alright Spock so, would say
9: Cisco. Yeah, Spock Spock would say whoever it was because that is not his role. So that's a good I'm, argument.
5: Anybody else want to argue for Spock before we
9: vote? Well, I just want to say I personally am incapable of not voting for Spock. I get that,
6: so, yeah. even though i, mean, <laughs> I be for Cisco before I get that. I, don't know if I get it. Spock. Spock. I get That's that. Cisco yeah. stops genocide. So he steps way over the thanks
7: Sorry. <laughs> right, right. He keeps a baseball on his desk. Cisco.
6: It hurts a little bit.
2: Okay. A little
3: bit, yeah. <coughs> I have to admit there's a little twinge there.
8: I I'll, I'll be thinking percent. about this one for a while.
5: <laughs> Kirk versus Janeway.
4: Ooh. Kirk. Kirk.
8: Um, Kirk.
4: Yeah. Yeah, uh, Kirk. yeah.
6: I mean, it's
8: tough.
5: No. I think
7: there was character growth barely in the movies, which... Um, I don't, I don't know what
3: I'm saying. Yeah, we didn't bother to call yeah. a vote for that. No. Said everybody went, yeah, Kirk. Yeah, I'm yeah. yeah.
7: sorry,
8: Janeway. I'm sorry, Janeway. Okay. It makes some sense. Reboot sorry. Kirk versus Picard.
7: Picard. 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 Kirk. Seriously? Argue. Make your argument. Make it-
3: Kirk never felt the need to have a middle management meeting in the middle of a crisis.
8: <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, it's a product
3: me. of its time, but have you ever watched? I mean, you watch Next Gen now, and it's like seriously, you're holding a staff meeting now? I know. Like,
7: I know. Yeah. I know. But
3: this is this is a show that was built by '80s office culture.
5: You know, I never thought about that before, but. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Like it's to, part of why I love it actually, so much. Is, is that really a two minute time window that he needs to make the decision? No, he wants to get everybody's input and he wants to make the best decision. Right, but the. And he has the time to do it. The so thing I was going to say.
6: Kirk does the same thing. He usually gets his crew. Right, but
5: here's like, the difference, and this is what I was going to say. Because when they were designing sets for Next Generation, I think you're right. I think there was a conversation where they said, hey, we need to have some sort of conference room where everybody can go and sit around a table when they need... And we to need do, more ferns. You know, that heavy <laughs> exposition scene where we're, we're explaining things. Like, when they did that on the original show... The briefing room, yeah. It was... It was... They, they had a briefing room, but they very rarely used it. It, it was, was only always,
9: three people. It was always the three.
5: And it was either... We're having a conversation in sickbay, or we're having a or conversation walk on the bridge... Or it's, while we're walking down the corridor. You know, it was early Aaron Sorkin, you know? Yes. And they they didn't pull out that briefing room just to gather the whole crew together and have a, a confab about what's
3: going so on. A friend, a friend of mine referred to Star Trek The Next Generation as... The, the social the, the, you've heard Star Trek described as a socialist utopia, and it's like, no, this is the utopia where staff meetings actually accomplish things.
5: Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and it cracked me up because you're right. I mean, something would happen. Kirk would say, everybody, conference room. Yeah. And, and they or would. Picard would. Yeah. They, or, yeah, Picard would. And they would leave the bridge, walk through the door to another room, like you're all on the bridge. What are you going to talk about that the other two people in the bridge are not going to be privy to? <laughs> Just Adley
4: Edson's Leave the Bridge.
9: I mean, right. <laughs> yeah. Redress
5: the set. What Next Generation had was a collaborative model of leadership yeah. that had Kirk even considered the whole Wrath of Khan storyline doesn't happen.
2: That's true.
5: Right? I mean, it's him being a dumbass and not raising his shields uh, that even allows that movie to take place. And so, I mean, I think that there's, there's a real,
6: a very intentional thing for Picard to be not Kirk. Mm. And that was one of the ways. I want to make the argument that uh, Picard and Next Gen only have one good movie while reboot Kirk has two good movies. Oh. So that's... Oh, disagree. 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 Mm.
4: Um, yeah, Picard was carried the entire series through one and a half seasons of crap. Yeah. Mm. yeah. If it wasn't for his magnetism gravitas. and gravitas, I don't think it would have survived that.
9: I've always thought of Picard as an answer to James T. Kirk. You know what I mean? Like they're the they're they're the balance yeah. to each other. Um, it's not the style of leadership that I'm act- actually attracted to, to, to to want to see in my captain. But I really do think Jean Luc Picard is a fantastic character, and he's a really great he's a really great captain. But for me, I I, I don't think that he. Beats any Kirk.
3: It's it's and the difference between Horatio Hornblower and Jacques Cousteau.
9: And everything that he went through. I mean, he lived an entire
4: lifetime. It's sure and Tortured. He became the poor, and this all made him just a better person
6: and a better character. I but on the I, I, but on the
3: genocide I, argument, <laughs> Kirk never slaughtered half a Starfleet.
6: Oh. That's true. I think Picard, in one of the movies, Picard also <laughs> tried to sign with the group Locutus. of that tried it to genocide no. he,
3: he was having an off day. It like
6: uh, yeah. like well, wasn't a uh, decision Picard made.
5: Last, <laughs> last point, because with things like, especially with things like this, I, <laughs> you know, and last night I was thinking about it. I was like, well, what if this character faced off against this character in a fight? <laughs> like, Starship against Starship. Like they're commanding their ships in a, a Wrath of Khan style battle. Well, that's like
4: clear. Does, does Reboot Kirk. Kirk's
6: Reboot Kirk. Picard. Exploration. Reboot Kirk's Reboot Kirk. Picard.
3: A... Shipping, that's, true, that's true.
6: No, no that's not true. You
9: that's not take like sure. fighting each other. You think, you know, if we're talking
4: collaborative model. Where they demonstrated very often that Picard needed, you know, needed lots of advice from an entire board of people. If you threw both of them into an action scenario, he's going to need to consult, and Kirk is just going to do something. I wouldn't say. No, I don't think he would take advantage of it. the because Picard was
5: (laughs) Picard was a man of action. Yeah, Kirk could handle it.
3: But on the other hand, Kirk would be more likely to make a mistake out of hubris. Yeah.
5: yeah. Right, yeah. All right, we need to vote. Well, Re- we Kirk. Kirk's still very no, new we at We Kirk. Kirk. No. We got three... Kirk always wins for Picard? Me. Picard. Okay, that's
8: I understand. I mean, Reboot Kirk's only been a captain for how
3: long? Like Part of the reason why I, why I also wanted to vote Reboot Kirk is because it sets up
8: Reboot. If it was again. Picard, it would have been Picard going and up
7: against him Okay. That
4: okay. It's never up against
5: that Stay, up. Stay tuned. We have more of the Star Trek Captain Showdown coming right up here on Geek Universe. I'm your host Jim Yelton, and next week on the show if you're enjoying the Captain Showdown, we are going to be looking at all of the Star Trek movies in the same tournament style format. We did this recently at the St. Louis science center for a first Friday event celebrating the 25th anniversary of Star Trek, deep space nine. We were joined by some great guests, including Van Allen Plexico and Wyatt weed, along with some great Star Trek fans in the audience. It was another really cool conversation amongst fans that just love Trek. So stay tuned for that next week. In the meantime, coming up, it's the conclusion of our, Our Star Trek Captain's Head-to-Head Showdown right here on Geek Universe.
7: This is Bruce Campbell.
2: You're listening to Geek Universe with Jim Yelton.
5: Hey, gang. If you're sitting in your car or at home or at work or any other place that you listen to Geek Universe every weekend and you're enjoying the show, there's a couple of things that we need you to do. One, Go to Facebook right now. If you're on Facebook, make sure and like our Facebook page. We are getting ready to hit a big milestone. And if you go there, like the page, suggest to your friends to like the page. There's going to be a big giveaway where one of our lucky fans, when we hit our big milestone, is going to get a great prize. So go to Facebook, like the page, find out about the prize that we've got for one of you when we hit our big Facebook milestone. The other thing is... Tell us what guests you'd like to hear from. Tell us what you'd like to hear us talk about. Do you have a favorite show from the past or a favorite movie that you would like to hear us break down with our guests on the show? Let us know what you want the show to be. This show is all about you, the Geek Universe, and we want to hear from you. So go to Facebook.com forward slash Geek Universe show. Click the like button. Click the reviews. Leave us a review and leave us a note about what you want to see in the future of Geek Universe. And one last thing you can do is go support us on Patreon. There's a lot of cool rewards that are show-specific, like our t-shirts and our coffee mugs. And we've got the treasure chest of awesome goodness that you can get full of geeky stuff like books and collectibles and games and toys and all sorts of cool stuff that will make you feel like a kid getting a Happy Meal again except this time it's even better there's better stuff in it. You can even have a chance to be a convention correspondent and show producer at some of the higher levels where we're going to send you to Comic Con or New York Comic Con or C2E2 in Chicago. There's lots of cool stuff. There's some stretch goals that we've got where we will be bringing you some really cool patreon exclusive programs like me re-watching all of the episodes of old shows movies we will have more guests joining us for those a lot of fun stuff that we have on deck for those of you who go to patreon and support the show go to patreon.com forward slash geek universe show check out the reward tiers pick one that's right for you and make sure that we can continue to bring you geek universe each and every week on this very radio station and it's the best way to
2: now back to geek universe it may well possess a rudimentary intelligence once again here's your host jim yelton
5: welcome back to geek universe as we are down to the final four In our Star Trek Captain's Showdown, we started this last week... We had 16 captains from the Star Trek universe, from all of the series, all of the movies. We picked 16 captains, put them into a head-to-head tournament-style showdown, and had super fans and guest panelists at Conquest in Kansas City this past Memorial Day weekend hash it out, we argued about it, chairs were thrown, uh, threats were made, and we got it down. Now we are in the final four. It is the original James T. Kirk, played by William Shatner on the original series, facing off in the semifinals with William Riker from The Next Generation. In the other semifinal, it's Ben Sisko from Deep Space Nine versus Jean-Luc Picard from The Next Generation. Who's going to come out on top? I'm going to let you know right now. You will be shocked when you get to the end of this one. So stay tuned. Listen to the great conversation we had as we go into the semi final round of our Star Trek Captain Showdown here on Geek Universe. Yeah,
7: awesome. we're,
5: we're down to the final four the two and three seeds Picard and Cisco. Uh, Cisco. Why?
7: Because he is the Cisco. Because he is the Cisco. Yeah, he stopped the war. Picard just was a... I mean, yeah, everything you said before about taking the beat-up station, making it run, he never lost a ship like the Stargazer. He um, was on a ship that was destroyed by Picard. Um, (laughs) He uh, was the emissary. He did bring Peace and Order eventually to... Um, uh, uh, uh Bajor, yep. And he did, uh, end the war. And, uh, uh, Picard, well, he was a Borg. It, yeah, he went through a lot of crap too, but in the end, I don't think he had as much growth as Cisco, as and I don't think he could have ended the war the way that Cisco did. But he also defeated the Borg. <sighs> no, we <Jane was> defeated <laughs> the
4: Borg.
6: The Borg were yeah. back, <laughs> back in that show. Right. And they were well, weaker.
9: They voting in a way that I wasn't expecting here because Cisco did all that stuff while being a great dad to Jake, and Picard really had nothing else making demands on him at all. He could just totally focus on his job, right?
4: Hmm. I've,
7: I've been binge watching
4: life for
5: his job. I've been binge watching Deep Space Nine here lately. And last week I was at the the point in season six when they had to evacuate the station because the Cardassians had joined up with the founders and and the Jem'Hadar were coming with the Cardassian fleet to just totally take over. And the the moment, because it was a big cliffhanger because Jake gets left behind in the chaos and everybody trying to evacuate, because he wanted to stay and report on everything for the Federation News Service. And the moment when... I don't remember who it was that told Cisco that Jake wasn't on board. I think it may have been Bashir. And you, you see the look on Cisco's face. And then he he realizes there's nothing he can do about it because he still has to fight this war. And it's just like this soul-crushing moment where you're like, oh my god, like he... He realizes he may not see his kid ever again, but even that supersedes the fact that he's one of the few people that could probably fight this thing.
3: I will argue Cisco Cisco because part of a captain's job is how they handle the weight of the people they lose. And there's the sequence, there are sequences during the Dominion War where Cisco is going through the rolls of the dead and basically writing the letters. And we never see that happen with Picard. We, we see the effect that him, having turned into Locutus and been responsible for the death of thousands of people, had on him personally. But we never saw him have to struggle with how to deal with the captain's job of... How you then deal with the other people that were left behind, you know? So I give it to Cisco for that. Matthew,
6: you go. I'm going to bring it back to Q again because <laughs> Picard could not get rid of Q. Q just kept coming back, even though Picard kept trying to tell him or harshly deal with him, but he never could. Q kept coming back. Cisco only had to do it once, beat the crap out of him and that proved to Q that he was not going to be a pushover like Picard was, and then he just left. Cisco proved that he was not anything like Picard. He could really handle himself True. really well. Argument for Cisco: he was captain for the best
4: series from beginning to end. Oh, there's I think you can <laughs> call the vote, because yeah. yeah. I'm not yeah. hearing anything from you. So. Got any- <laughs> You guys Can't have believe- anything that you want to add? I'm not hearing anyone I, arguing I for think the I think
8: that if you just look at their role as captain and what they overcame, what they achieved, it's hands down Cisco. Okay, let's do it. Cisco? I
9: wouldn't have thought I would have this one. <laughs> I wouldn't be there. I, I swear I wouldn't. Have. I hate that voting against. We just made a really good for. arguments for Cisco. Yeah, no, I love I love mean, I love the okay. yeah. card so much. OG
5: Kirk versus William Riker. OG Kirk.
9: Do we even Kirk. need to Kirk. have this conversation? No, no. I'm sorry, Riker's yeah, awesome, sure. but Kirk beats all for me. That's the same,
4: all our debate time, Kirk. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> That's where the debate is at. So <laughs> oh wow. Turns out to be.
5: Let's wonderful. start. Let's do it this way. Uh, panelists, we'll let you guys have. Make, make your case for who you would choose.
9: <laughs> Kirk is the archetype for me for everything in Star Trek. Um, I cannot, no matter how much I like Cisco and, and like what he did, I can't see past the fact that um, everything I understand comes through understanding Kirk's view. So uh, I will always go for O.G. Kirk every single time. I'm going to go find? Cisco. Really? Um, yeah. I just
8: thought his the whole arc for Deep Space Nine was so well done especially for him as a character and how far he developed um, sitting in that captain's chair um, for me is just so much more compelling than as much as I love the original Kirk um, right. I, I just think Cisco's a better captain
3: This is one of those head and heart things because my head looking at just you know <laughs> On its face, evidence. I'm gonna say Cisco. But you have to understand that growing up my three role models were the fourth doctor, Han Solo, and James Kirk. I can't vote against Kirk. It's it's I can't do yeah. it. My heart says Kirk, my head says Cisco. I
5: the the weird thing for me, and then I'll I'll let you guys have your say in the, the audience. Saying. Um <laughs> <laughs> the the weird thing for me is looking at everything Cisco went through. I don't know. I'm trying to think of things that that you could say. Well, Kirk had this happen that was similar, and it There's there not. aren't like once you get deep into the later seasons of Deep Space Nine, like Cisco confronts things that I don't know any Starfleet captain had to deal with by themselves no, because of the, of yeah. where he was. Because of the remoteness of Deep Space Nine, you know they were pretty much left on their own. Because any help from Starfleet was, you know, days away probably at best. So you know, anytime the Dominion decides, "Hey, we're just going to send a massive fleet through the wormhole," and Deep Space Nine's all that's there to stop it. Deep Space Nine, three runabouts, and the Defiant. That's all he's got. And he had to figure out ways to deal with stuff like that and to deal with the Cardassians. And the fact, and it was funny because I I was telling my wife the other day, like I said, I've been binge watching it. And one of my favorite (coughs) episodes of that show, the entire run, is the episode when Sisko comes back from Bajor with the plans for the ancient Bajoran ship. And he decides he's going to build it because he wants Jake to help him, and then they're going to go fly this thing. On the same course that the ancient majorans used and jake's like having none of it like he's just like oh man come on dad do i really have to and that is in the middle of him dealing with all this dominion stuff like the war is getting ready to start it was and in the middle of that he's still like hey you know what i'm gonna do this fun project with my kid you know, it's like building a sailboat yeah. and saying, I'm going to sail Hawaii. You're listening to Geek Universe as we get down to the finals. It's Benjamin Sisko on one side, the emissary of the Wormhole Prophets, the leader of Starfleet's forces during the Dominion War versus the epitome of Star Trek captains, the original OG James T. Kirk, played by William Shatner. Who's going to come out on top? You're going to want to hear the rest of this debate and argument. Stay tuned. There is more of it right here on Geek Universe. Hey, gang, if you're sitting in your car or at home or at work or any other place that you listen to Geek Universe every weekend and you're enjoying the show, there's a couple of things that we need you to do. One, go to Facebook right now. If you're on Facebook, make sure and like our Facebook page. We are getting ready to hit a big milestone. And if you go there, like the page, suggest to your friends to like the page, there's going to be a big giveaway where one of our lucky fans, when we hit our big milestone, is going to get a great prize. So go to Facebook, like the page, find out about the prize that we've got for one of you when we hit our big Facebook milestone. The other thing is, Tell us what guests you'd like to hear from. Tell us what you'd like to hear us talk about. Do you have a favorite show from the past or a favorite movie that you would like to hear us break down with our guests on the show? Let us know what you want the show to be. This show is all about you, the Geek Universe, and we want to hear from you. So go to facebook.com forward slash Geek Universe Show. Click the like button. Click the reviews. Leave us a review and leave us a note about what you want to see in the future of Geek Universe. And one last thing you can do is go support us on Patreon. There's a lot of cool rewards that are show-specific, like our t-shirts and our coffee mugs. And we've got the treasure chest of awesome goodness that you can get, full of geeky stuff like books and collectibles and games and toys and all sorts of cool stuff that will make you feel like a kid getting a Happy Meal again, except this time it's even better. There's better stuff in it. You can even have a chance to be a convention correspondent and show producer at some of the higher levels where we're going to send you to Comic-Con or New York Comic-Con or C2E2 in Chicago. There's lots of cool stuff. There's some stretch goals that we've got where we will be bringing you some really cool patreon exclusive programs like me re-watching all of the episodes of old shows movies we will have more guests joining us for those a lot of fun stuff that we have on deck for those of you who go to patreon and support the show go to patreon.com forward slash geek universe show check out the reward tiers pick one that's right for you and make sure that we can continue to bring you geek universe each and every week on this very radio station and it's the best way to to let us know that you're enjoying the show.
2: Just what you've been waiting for. Oh, goody! My Illudium Q36 Explosive Space Modulator. Nope. It's more of Geek Universe with your host, Jim Yalton.
5: Welcome back to another exciting edition of Geek Universe. I'm your host, Jim Yelton. As we are debating who the best Star Trek captains are this week on the show, if you're enjoying this tournament-style debate about the captains, make sure to tune in next week as we are going to tackle all of the Star Trek movies. That conversation happened at this past First Friday event at the St. Louis Science Center We were joined by a great group of Star Trek fans, and our guest panelists were Wyatt Weed, who is a great filmmaker and has actually appeared on Star Trek, as well as Geek Universe all-star guest panelist Van Allen Plexico. We have another great Star Trek showdown for you next week as we have the movies face off. But now let's get back to the ultimate showdown. It's Cisco versus the original William Shatner, James T. Kirk. The debate rages on. Let's find out who is going to be crowned the ultimate captain in Star Trek history.
3: Can we, are, are, can, we can we expand the definition of captain to just be leader? Yeah, I mean it's because if we do that, I'd say the edge goes to Cisco because not only was he a great captain. Although I think that Kirk might have been a better captain, but Cisco had to deal with something that Kirk never did. Not only is not only is he a Starfleet captain, but Cisco also was essentially the 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 mayor of a town. Right. He had to de- he had to also lead, lead people who weren't Starfleet. <coughs> he had to liaise with an entirely different government. He had civilians. He had foreign nationals running the station is more than just being a captain. And,
4: <coughs> and deal with being the emissary yeah. and not...
3: Screwing that up. Yeah, yeah. not
4: screwing it up. No, just I think if you take their names
8: off of it of and you're idea. given slips of paper that show what they accomplished and what they were and responsible that's for... Right.
3: good dissociation. Then, <laughs> my
8: friend, it comes down to... Yeah.
5: Because that's the thing. I mean, for me, I, I agree with you completely. Yeah. To if, if you say, describe to me the prototypical starship captain that you want to send out to the frontier and explore strange new worlds and discover new life and new civilizations it's everyday twice on sunday james t kirk
9: see that's the thing though we're looking at captains but you're changing you're changing the playing field right
5: now right but if you're talking about we can use any what is starfleet looking for and what do they need and there are certain times where they need different things. I mean, it's it's a generational argument. It's kind of like saying, I don't "Who's think the best?"
3: Clears it up as it muddles it further.
5: <laughs> who's, no. who's the best baseball player? Is it Babe Ruth or is it Albert Pujols? They played in two completely different generations well, I, where I, things I were different.
9: And the goals. So, like Kirk, what he was dealing with, he he had to deal with the Klingons, and they didn't understand. You know, they had to they had to deal with the um, neutral zone, and they had. Um, you know, spy Romulans walking around, and I mean, there, there were just different different things that he had to to, to deal with, and, and so I, I feel like yes, um, Cisco was a great administrator too. Okay, and that is definitely in his column. But if we're talking about captain, uh, I would want James Kirk. And this
5: guy, Romulans.
4: like you were,
9: Kirk... Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The
5: the reason why. In the later series, you you hear all of the characters when Kirk comes up speak of him in these highly reverential tones. Is because, and, and I think Cisco even says it in *Trials and Tribulations* when they go back in time and he's standing on the bridge of the Enterprise watching Kirk and Spock have a conversation, walking past them. He's like, you know, I no, it wasn't Cisco. It was Dax. That's okay. like, you know, well, that's.
3: Cisco was a Kirk fan, right? But Cisco was a Kirk fanboy, and Dax was a Spock was a fanboy. Spock yeah. and,
5: and McCoy fanboy because she was horny for McCoy too. Yeah. He had great hands, apparently. But they they have this conversation about how Kirk was one of those guys that did everything first. Yeah, like he he was the first. So guy to steal that your argument, some of this stuff.
3: So to steal your argument, like you said, that Spock would say that Cisco should win.
5: Cisco would say
3: that. Cisco would say Kirk uh, should win.
8: All right. I'm swayed. Say,
7: okay. All right. We got Finnegan. Yep. Kicking Kirk's butt at the Academy, being the bully bully. He barely got over that and so wanted to beat his ass finally when he got to the big planet. Um, uh, captain of the Farragut, who died with a cloud vampire, and Kirk felt such guilt and remorse because I let my captain die and... Hesitated to stop him until years later when he finally realized there was nothing I could have done and had to deal with it. But then Kurt's brother dying on the planet with the splappy thing, this assignment Earth, and his nephew, Evil Scrambled Eggs, who he then forgets about and never references again. And when, um, after he has blown up um, God, um, and uh, he says to McCoy, I lost a brother once, but I got him back. Yeah, you lost two brothers. One was actually... (laughs) And what about your nephew? Oh, that's my son? That's David? I didn't know I had a... You Klingon bastard, you killed my son. You barely knew that you had a son, and you agreed I would never have anything... I mean, I'm sorry. Okay, so... Picard, or... uh, Sisko. Loves his wife, loves his son. He loses his wife, carries on as best he can. He's shattered, he's devastated, but he's going. Gets the dirty assignment, but keeps going. Um he does manage to reunite with his wife from the mirror universe and help save the Terran empire uh, help save the human rebels against the I'm not sure don't even back. get me started there because uh, sure. and, with the I, and Cisco
3: and Cisco also loses his best friend and gets the best friend back
7: well he lost yeah, but that's true Cisco lost but uh, uh, uh 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 cal hudson so are no. you dex i'm pro cisco okay i'm to say Let's cisco cisco go, cisco go back here
4: does cisco ever really make a decision based on his personal feelings
7: yes and he makes the hard choices mm.
4: no he makes the hard choices but not based on like because he's pissed at somebody or because he's lost somebody and he can't get over it like Kirk has a lot of those emotions. I'm pretty sure. Uh, fight with the
3: make, l- uh, y- lying to the Romulans to get them on board the uh, the Dominion War. Is that his
4: personal?
3: Problem? He Is he states he states his reasons for doing it was that he was that he couldn't handle the, 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 th- the that he couldn't handle the casualties that were piling up, and it was the only way that he saw to get around that.
6: Yeah. Oh, I think nice. it's fight with they the killed head of the card. No, but it was his decision. It <laughs> a personal thing, too. Okay. I would rather survive. But After you, you, you get, get the, the last word, then the we're going right to vote. The right
4: thing, maybe yeah. the wrong way.
6: So, my argument is that we see on screen Kirk die in battle. So, he dead. I don't know.
3: We see Cisco die, too. Yeah. Well, I
6: don't know.
7: I would argue Cisco. I'm struggling. If we're who gonna
8: talk about Kirk's
5: death, then that, that <laughs> makes me lean towards Cisco because he got killed by Malcolm McDowell of all people, who wasn't even like the trying best to kill. villain and wasn't trying to kill him. He got
6: like a—he literally had a bridge drop on him. I think that's why it's they sure his named that. That's true. Okay,
5: we're gonna vote. Who wants OG Kirk? Who wants or who's going to? who's? who's who, who's voting for I'm Kirk?
6: So
9: I'm right now.
5: Donna's trying to swing the vote with two hands.
9: O.G. Kirk every day.
5: Three, four, five. I'm going to count two hands because I think it's going to not affect the vote. Okay. <laughs> oh man. Oh. Cisco.
9: On.
6: Okay, we're going to put that. Matthew. She's <laughs> <laughs> pulling the mom way. card
9: on him. It's like, put I can, both those here
3: down.
6: Keep pulling that way. Yep.
3: Yeah, cool. It's, it's it's an upset I'm getting disowned, everybody
6: I'm getting disowned. it was close yeah, but you're walking Cisco home.
9: you are walking home boy
6: <laughs> I'll
4: call Rio that is not what I
9: expected Cisco is our I winner
5: <laughs> once again we end with something that nobody expected shocking
10: you've been listening to another exciting episode of Geek Universe with Jim Yelton Find out more about every corner of the Geek Universe including previous episodes, dates for our live appearances, and theme merchandise including Trivia Thunderdome t-shirts and Jim's book, The Swindlers of Doom, at geekuniverseshow.com. You can also find Geek Universe with Jim Yelton at facebook.com slash 30minutesofgeek, or on Twitter using the Twitter handle, at 30minutesofgeek. Geek Universe with Jim Yelton is a production of Midnight Entertainment, LLC. This episode is copyright 2017, or rights reserved.
2: Well, kids, that's all you get. That's it. Read a book!
5: Hey gang, if you're sitting in your car or at home or at work or any other place that you listen to Geek Universe every weekend and you're enjoying the show, there's a couple of things that we need you to do. One, go to Facebook right now. If you're on Facebook, make sure and like our Facebook page. We are getting ready to hit a big milestone. And if you go there, like the page, suggest to your friends to like the page. There's going to be a big giveaway where one of our lucky fans when we hit our big milestone is going to get a great prize. So go to Facebook, like the page, find out about the prize that we've got for one of you when we hit our big Facebook milestone. The other thing is... Tell us what guests you'd like to hear from. Tell us what you'd like to hear us talk about. Do you have a favorite show from the past or a favorite movie that you would like to hear us break down with our guests on the show? Let us know what you want the show to be. This show is all about you, the Geek Universe, and we want to hear from you. So go to facebook.com forward slash Geek Universe Show, click the like button, click the reviews, leave us a review, and leave us a note about what you want to see in the future of geek universe. And one last thing you can do is go support us on Patreon. There's a lot of cool rewards that are show specific, like our t-shirts and our coffee mugs. And we've got the treasure chest, of awesome goodness that you can get full of geeky stuff like books and collectibles and games and toys and all sorts of cool stuff that will make you feel like a kid getting a Happy Meal again except this time it's even better there's better stuff in it. You can even have a chance to be a convention correspondent and show producer at some of the higher levels where we're going to send you to Comic Con or New York Comic Con or C2E2 in Chicago. There's lots of cool stuff. There's some stretch goals that we've got where we will be bringing you some really cool patreon exclusive programs like me re-watching all of the episodes of old shows movies we will have more guests joining us for those a lot of fun stuff that we have on deck for those of you who go to patreon and support the show go to patreon.com forward slash geek universe show check out the reward tiers pick one that's right for you and make sure that we can continue to bring you geek universe each and every week on this very radio station and it's the best way to to let us know that you're enjoying the show.
2: Now you can listen to KCAA Radio anytime on your smartphone device. Call 720-835-3099. 720-835-3099.
7: Dick's Auto Wreckers in Fontana reminds everyone that while driving, safety is extremely important. Using a cell phone, texting, or drinking and driving causes accidents and possible death. Safe driving is everyone's responsibility. This message courtesy of Tricia and the staff at Dick's Auto Wreckers in Fontana. Trust their years of experience and call Dick's Auto Wreckers at 909-823-7946. That's 909-823-7946. It's okay if you're wondering how the COVID-19 vaccine got here so fast. It was record time after all. And when you're ready, here's your answer. No steps were skipped. No shortcuts were taken. Years of research and determination paid off. Let's get you there. Let's get to immunity. Learn more at vaccinateall58.com or call 833-422-4255. Brought to you by the California Department of Public Health.
2: Smog Test Center in Baldwin Park reminds listeners that our law enforcement personnel are instrumental in preserving our nation's founding principles of liberty, justice, and the rule of law. They encourage our community to reject any assault on the men and women of law enforcement. Let's keep the blue in the red, white, and blue. That message of community support and strength is from Smog Test Center in Baldwin Park, where they are on the air, saluting all of our men and women
1: in uniform. My mom's a breast cancer survivor. The United Breast Cancer Foundation saved her life. Their free breast cancer exam caught the cancer early, and it saved her life. But now the foundation needs your help so they can continue offering free or low-cost breast screening exams, saving more women's lives. Help them by donating your car, whether it's running or not. They'll provide fast, free 24-hour pickup, and you receive a charitable tax deduction. Plus, the great feeling you'll get knowing your donated car is going to help save more lives. Just call
2: 800-616-4199
1: to set the wheels in motion. They take cars, trucks, vans, and SUVs running or not.
2: Call 800-616-4199.
1: The United Breast Cancer Foundation needs your help, and your donation could literally save women's lives, helping them catch breast cancer early, like they did with my mom. Donate today.
2: Call 800-616-4199. 800-616-4199.
0: I'm Chris Caraggio. More than 300 people are dead because of Saturday morning 7.2 earthquake in Haiti. Haitian officials say more than 1800 were hurt. The epicenter of the quake was about 78 miles west of the nation's capital, Port-au-Prince. Photos and video posted on social media accounts show considerable damage to buildings. Haiti has seen major earthquakes before, including one in 2010 that killed an estimated quarter of a million people. President Biden is offering aid and condolences to the people of Haiti. In a statement from the White House, Biden pledged an immediate U.S. response, saying we will be there in the aftermath of this tragedy. The president is sending more troops than originally planned in order to secure an orderly and safe withdrawal of U.S. personnel from Afghanistan. President Biden authorized up to 5,000 troops today, which is 2,000 more than the Pentagon originally planned to send. The Taliban has recaptured most of Afghanistan and are closing in on its capital, Kabul. The U.S. has warned the Taliban that any action taken against U.S. personnel will be met with swift and strong military response. A fan convention based on a popular show is being postponed over concerns of the Delta variant. Rocio Rivera has details from Atlanta.
1: Pandemic, a new Walking Dead convention, had originally been scheduled for next month at the Georgia World Congress Center, but will now happen in March of 2022. Event organizers released a statement saying the decision was not made lightly and was made in an effort to keep our community safe. All members of the cast that were scheduled to come do still plan on attendance during the new March dates. Upcoming big events like Dragon Con and Music Midtown have also all implemented new COVID protocols for attendees, but are still scheduled to happen. I'm Rocia Rivera.
0: Today is free comic book day. In order to celebrate, stores across America are handing out special free comic book day editions of books from a range of publishers, including Marvel and DC. Even though movies based on comic book characters are bringing in big money, the comic book industry itself has been on the decline. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio.